0: Well, 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 it's September the 4th, 2012, and this is iDeveloper Live, episode number 64. With me today, very special guest. In fact, let me go take back a bit. John isn't with me today. He's uh, got some prior engagements. Uh, he just, he just, uh, you know, had to go and do some school stuff. So, John, we hope you're having a, a great day, and you leave the guest all to me. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Peter onvley
1: Hello there. So we're all on. Uh, so it's just us then.
0: It's just us. Sorry, I, I should I should have really told you that before we were on. Yeah, the air, Shouldn't yeah. I really? I, I do apologise about that, Peter. That's um, that's really not not very fair of me, is it? <laughs> well, let's
1: hope we have enough to talk about for just oh, the two of us.
0: There'll be loads. There'll be loads. Don't worry about it. It's uh, it's all great. So we're just gonna say um, welcome to the um, uh, the chat room uh literally just before we came on air um we had uh the announcement of the apple special event on the 12th of september surprise 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 yeah. um about the only thing i think is worth us saying is um if you look at the invite that the press have got it's the 12 for the 12th of september but the shadow of the 12 is a five so i'm gonna guess iphone 5 do you think i'm right peter
1: yeah i think that is a very uh, very very safe uh bet yeah, yeah.
0: Excellent, there we are. So I don't think we're even going to bother talking about that anymore. So.
1: No, I, I think it has been discussed uh, more than enough all, already. Unless you have some inside info, but...
0: No, I, 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 do you know what? I just get bored of all the speculation. Maybe I'm not a proper Apple Apple fanboy. Maybe I need to um, really just uh, yeah, become a little bit uh, more into this stuff because yeah, it's just like, okay, I know it's coming. When it comes here, i oh, watch the keynote i'll find out what's going on i'll hopefully have enough money to go out and buy one (laughs) and um from there and life's too short to have to keep worrying about it otherwise so you know there's too much to do so yeah yeah, i get excited at the event but uh, you know this speculation so much of it is wrong i mean you learn who the credible people are and it's just like most of the time we don't know so let's just wait Indeed, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, I bought the last iPhone, and I'm. I think I'm going to uh, to have that to. How
1: do you say to go all the way with that? Uh, wait for the iPhone six or something.
0: Yeah, I'm actually. It's, it's quite,
1: fine. It, my uh, 4S, So
0: yeah, see, I'm only on a four. I'm a sort of every other generation person because mm-hmm. I. Re- I mean, yeah. Let's face it. These aren't. These are not cheap devices, and no, yeah, no. I have five kids and all the rest of it so yeah, you know, I, I i sort of especially now they're on a roughly annual cycle you know i can make it last two years so so this is one that i'm allowed to have so um and it's great because it means my wife will get my four which is still a great you know usually by the time you get to the end of a um you know the second generation of a, of a machine you know a, a device you know the other one's feeling really old but, but to be honest the iphone 4 is still a great phone uh, yeah, yeah yeah so you know I would like to say my wife's excited but she doesn't care so (laughs) there we are Uh, okay well we're having we're having this chat Peter and um, you know hopefully some people out there you know know all about you but there's probably a good uh, good bet that quite a few of them don't so um, tell us who you are tell us your company and tell us the apps that you develop.
1: Okay. Um, so yeah, well, um, I run Bohemian Coding. We make uh, two Mac apps. Of, uh, the first one is is a font case uh, and sketch. Uh, font case is a font manager and sketch is kind of like a, a drawing app for designers, a bit like, I don't know, fireworks, Photoshop, that area a bit. And yeah, um, yeah, that's what we we do. Two um, two Mac apps, no iPhones uh, things yet. So okay,
0: yeah. So this is good. We're on a Mac show. We're talking about the iPhone announcement, and we're on a Mac show. That that's great. Now <laughs> I, I'm going to start here because you know you are you are a rare breed of developer because not only have you ever won one Apple Design Award from WWDC. But both your apps have won Apple Design Awards. I think Fontcase was it two thousand and eight, two thousand nine, two thousand and nine. Was that mm-hmm. okay? And oh yeah, of course two thousand and nine. And Sketch was this year.
1: This year, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, so yeah, firstly, what's it what's it like to win an an ADA? I mean, was it for you? A, yeah, okay, that's all stuff I am getting on with it. Or was it like
2: yes? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: no, well, we had been hoping of. Uh, for one uh, while we were developing the apps and so you get uh, as you get c- closer to the deadline you think, ah, maybe maybe and uh, then you you get the news yeah that's uh, it's great it's, it's 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 really what you work for all day the this time to have that rewarded in a such a way is uh, yeah it's great yeah
0: so okay let, let's um i mean i don't know how much you get told when you win an ada because obviously i have never come even anyone yeah i've never even submitted an app for one <laughs> been considered for one so so when you win an ada you, 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 what do they what what are they telling you about it is it because you actually you know did use the technologies is it because you are genuinely the most beautiful app there is is it because you paid them large sums of cash you know what, what
1: Oh, that last one definitely <laughs> not um Well, it's funny, they start by, um, so, well, so, of course, of course, first you submit the app, and then after a while, we heard something back from Apple about a slightly related topic, and then over time, it becomes more and more obvious that they are interested in your app, and in the end, they ask you, like, well, we would like you to come. Um they don't say what for. But yeah. And then there on, on stage they they said well they mentioned both the the frameworks we used and the design, but I think it is definitely the design that is the most important one. Um on stage they do explain why. Why they awarded uh, the app, and they put more of an, more of an emphasis on the UI than on the stuff we used at the back
0: end. So, really, what you're telling me is it was your designer who won the ADA, not you? Yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> sh- yeah, surely, surely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, that, that was very rude. I didn't really mean to. <laughs> to put it that way, uh, I mean. So you said so. You know, you'd submitted for the Ada, obviously, because you have to submit. And yeah. but so you sort of had a good idea on each occasion that you were, um, uh, you were going to win because you know Apple don't normally ring up and say it would be good if you were at WWDC. Maybe you should come here. Maybe you know. Maybe you should you know yeah. get an airplane and make sure you're here. That's not. I mean, they don't normally do that with most people.
1: No, no. I suppose not. No. So yeah, we. They didn't want to confirm anything until the end, of, uh, of course. But by the 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 time they said, "Well, we have, a, we would like you to come and here is the ticket," and uh, so then you think, "Yeah, it's okay, it's safe." And yeah, it it was, and so it was very nice that uh, at the the ceremony they didn't do a live demo of the, the app. They had uh, recorded something. I think in previous years, they did used to do a live demo. But this was a video and I, and when I saw that up there on the screen, I was uh, it was a big relief because you know, with 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 demos, the last minute, you always think Oh, God, this is going to fail in some way. But you no, know,
0: <laughs> I'm sure your app would whatever. I mean, I have to say, uh, you know, your apps, both in Fontcase and Sketch, they are just they are beautiful apps. If people have um, not seen them, you know, even if you have no interest in buying a font management app or a vector graphics app, um, you know, I don't want to cost Peter bandwidth, but you should go down and load load his apps and take a look because you know, just they are, you know, they are examples to be learned from. Now, when you um, uh i think when font case one in 2009 am i right in saying that that one in the student category yeah that's true yeah okay so you know that that suggests that you know if you're producing software that good as a student category that you've been doing this a little while already so you know i I would like to turn this into like an iDeveloper Live, um, an iDeveloper, uh, what what was that podcast I used to do? Developer Lives, that's the one. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just confusing myself here. Um, Podcast where, you know, as much as getting lots of information out of you about the way you develop and and all that sort of stuff, I'm actually interested in, 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 you know, your background and where you've come from as a developer. Um, So, you know, how did you get started? In fact, why did you get started? Just take us through some of your early stories so that we can get a feel for, you know, the guy who's built these great apps.
1: Right, right. Um, I think I got started in uh, halfway, halfway secondary school when I discovered that, um, what's it called in Excel and and Word. There is this uh, oh, visual, was it
0: VB script?
1: Yeah, Visual Basic for applications or something, something like like that. And I like to. Uh, To do things with 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 that, Um, then I got uh, from someone at school. I got a a copy of of of, uh, Visual Basic six, so this was all on on the on the Windows. And then I bought my first Mac, which what was that? An iBook G three, God. And uh, then I switched to Real Basic. Yeah, then that was. That it, it it helps because it is somewhat uh, similar to what I was used to, but really uh, for a long time. Then I tried to switch to Objective C, but just the the what do you what do you say the object oriented uh, stuff was somehow I could never get that uh, uh, under con under control and. I finally managed to switch to objective C on the first year of university and that's when I uh got really started with uh Drawit and uh which which uh, of which I had a version earlier in uh, real real basic when I when I was doing a, a bit of development with a few friends but yeah the first version of Drawit was First year of uni university and basically it started from there really, and I got got someone to to do me some icons and then from there on.
0: Uh, okay, so what did um? Okay, you, so you said draw it. Now draw it isn't one of the um, apps you're currently selling on 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 your website, so I'm guessing it was something that's that's now moved on. So firstly, what was it? You know, why doesn't it exist anymore? Just just tell us a little bit of that story.
1: Oh, well, I started with Droid way back because there wasn't kind of like a Microsoft Paint app for the Mac. That was really the first reason for starting this. And then um, with Droid, over time, I uh, ex- I uh, I added to it, and at a certain point, the entire engine was basically built on Core Core Image. But the problem with that was was that it didn't uh, scale very well. Uh, when your do- document got past like uh, uh, 500 by 500 the pixels, it got way too slow if you had more than a, a few layers. So it got slowed down to such a degree that the only thing I knew to do at that, that time was just to take out all the um, all the core image stuff and and released that as a, as a second app which I called sketch and uh from that mo- moment on draw it uh didn't really receive many updates anymore and eventually I decided to uh, to stop uh, selling it on the website altogether
0: okay so i mean you're you've done draw it and now that's evolved into sketch what you've said there and you know, obviously font case is about yeah, you know, fonts and font font management. What what is it about these particular apps that drew you to them?
1: Um font case basically got started when um uh I had a the, I had a designer helping me out with the, uh, uh draw it on interface and icons and at a certain point he suggested that he would like us to do an application to together. And he was uh, he was very into fonts, so he suggested we should do some kind of a font manager app. So that's how that's that is how that got started, and uh I'll draw it and the sketch start yeah be, uh, all the way back this idea of uh, of 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 paint, uh, and that's really where it uh, evolved from, and yeah.
0: Okay, so I mean, so, so really, Sketch, which is your current app, um, just won the Ada 2012. Equally, you could also say was your first app if you take it right back to its roots with with Draw It and, and everything in there. So, you've been developing this app for a little while, even though you may have started it several times. So, in fact, let's just talk a little bit about something like that. You know, what, you know what process do you go through developing an app? You, you've spoken about a designer. I mean Obviously, you were one of these guys, you've got designers in straight away, even on your sort of app when you were, um, uh, yeah, back in your first one and in, in, in playing around, and then the designer wanted to get involved with you as well. So, you know, what process do you go through to, to, to take that app from idea to, to delivery?
1: Mm, um, well, it really depends on the, the designer you're working with, really. Uh, the designer. I have for for, for uh, font case he immediately started by producing all kinds of uh, half finished um, mockups i still have a folder of like a few dozen uh, or more like uh, uh, of evolution of uh, of a font case and i just started to, to build those as he, uh, he as he uh, evolved his his his, his mockup. so of all of all those mockups, there most of them were actually working apps at some point before we decided that this should all change and then and then then i did uh, all of this work for nothing and with sketch it where the process was quite different which we started of course from version one which which in which had a few nice things but uh, feature-wise and UI-wise, it wasn't—it uh, was not nearly as good as we wanted it to be. So we kind of started with the basic idea: we we wanted to have uh, the entire application in one one window and no uh, popovers or in uh, floating windows. Uh. And from that, as the as we together decided. On the features and the layout I yeah, i I wrote it like that and that yeah if, uh, weeks and months of testing <laughs> but for for the idea for for sketch was was already laid out in the be, be, beginning we knew what we wanted the app to do um, as a basis I mean there are so much stuff you can do in a drawing app but we knew what we wanted to do for for version two as a kind of a minimal feature set, and we're now and now after version two, we're basically going uh, over that, uh, adding all the features that we didn't have time for earlier.
0: Okay, I mean, you you say we, um, you know, Sketchy Sketch is an app that uh, you know it looks stunning and amazing, and there's a huge amount of work in there. You know, how many of you are working on it?
1: Uh, uh, there is, there is me. Uh, I do all the programming, and my designer does uh, does all the, the designs. So that's both the icon design interface.
0: Yeah. Okay, so that that's a pretty small team. Okay, we've got a a question from the chat room, which I think is a a relevant question for, to ask right now. So I'll jump straight to it. Um, you know, these apps are primarily for designers. Uh, Um, so does that actually influence the decisions you make about the design in in their coding? In other words, you know, do you think, oh, I'm working with designers, therefore it needs to look like this, or you just always saying, this app just needs to look great no matter who's using it. And so, you know, is this being targeted designers or just to look great anyway?
1: Um, difficult question. Um. Well of course in the back of your mind you always know that this this, you want this application to be used by the designers and if anyone and if there's anyone who likes a nice UI it's a designer so that definitely provides an extra motivation. Um other than that you really want um what do you say uh, we wanted the interface of the application to serve the, the the purpose of the app, so not just to to show off with I don't know uh, uh, how do you how do you call that uh, the fake uh, the fake um, oh, I lost the the, the word the skill morphism and stuff like that. You we just wanted the app, the app to look uh, basic and do very well, what it has to do. There's more design in that than the actual, um, the actual interface, the uh, the uh, visual stuff of the app. If you look at Sketch, uh, yeah, the the visual part of the application is quite, quite, quite uh, basic. So we 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 didn't want to show off there. And I think if you make an effort, the the designers that's what that's what you should do. Yeah.
0: Okay, so there's two of you working on this, and I'm assuming that your designer is doing design, because um, that's what they normally do. So you know you're working on two apps. Um, you're, well, you're currently selling two apps. You may be working on more than that, for all I know. Um, so yeah, how do you? Uh, you're the only sort of prime or the prime developer. You know, how do you spend your time? How do you mix it all up? You know, you know, how, how does your sort of typical day, or week, or month, however whatever you want to break it down, look like?
1: Oh well. First, uh, first off, I'm terrible at dividing my time be- between the apps. Um, when I was working on version two of phone f- case, I didn't, I didn't do anything about sketch or draw it for a few months, and now we've been working on this on the sketch for uh, for almost a year, and yeah, I haven't had time really for 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 phone case, so. Yeah, um, yeah, that is that is, a, that, is a, a, that is a bit of an issue, because of course your you, you users start to notice when you haven't updated an app in a while, but. Yeah, for for some reason, well, once I get into a, into an an app, there's so always more to be done on on the app, and the the other app uh, as long as it kind of works, right? There are no no major 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 bugs, of course, that need to, to be sold, and I can very easily put that in the the background. Maybe one day we'll be able to to hire uh, to hire a few more more people to help out with that but for the, for the moment it will be basically one year to the one app and then after that a few months on the the other and
0: yeah okay that's that's interesting um now i happen to know that you use app code as your development environment what what draws you to app code over xcode or do you use it you know do you mix it up you know you know, what why app code
1: yeah. <laughs> um well, first of all, I don't really like Xcode. Um, I was using was using version four the the various iterations of version four just all the time it would crash. Especially when opening what was it? what is it when opening an auto file in the secondary pane, it would crash all the time. Then uh, i heard an earlier episode of this uh, this uh, this podcast you had this special edition on app code. i thought oh i should uh, try that and uh, yeah it's it does um it's all java and it's obvious that is is it's java and that is that is a bit of a downside but the actual tools for writing code the automatic uh, static analysis the refactoring—it's all so much, so much better than Xcode. And, uh, yeah, it maybe doesn't look quite uh, as nice, but I find that that I can work with it a lot better.
0: Okay, so uh, you're a recent convert. I didn't—I wouldn't realize you were—you know—I mean, I know AppCode is not at old, but there uh, we are. I'm going to have to send the um, AppCode guys an invoice for conversions. That's, uh, so, how do you how do you go about deciding what features to put in your apps? I mean, you know, you you you've, do you have a roadmap that runs out for for you know years to come, and then you just sort of draw a line and say that can be version two, and this can be or do you sort of get to the end of a version and sit down again? How, how do you sort of work all that stuff out?
1: Uh, first, we sketch primarily for version two. As I said, we decided uh, what the the minimum uh, feature set would be for version two, and we have a long, long list with with big and small things that we want to add. And we know approximately what we want to, to, to do for versions. What is it? What I want 2.2 until 2.5, 6. There are all these major things that people keep asking for. So it's pretty clear what we should do. The exact order, we don't know uh, yet. But with Sketch, it is quite clear with font case. There are there are missing features we want to add, but as I said, I haven't touched the phone case in a while. Yeah, what we'll, what we'll do exactly with there, we will see. Yeah.
0: Okay, so um, you look at features, you set a minimum set, you get on with it. You're quite happy to focus on this app for because your apps are always stable. You're quite happy to focus on one app for a year. And then go back to the other one is how you divide your time. What about customer support? Do you do customer support as well, or does someone else do that for you
1: no we we do it all uh uh ourselves uh basically I hired someone else to do the to do the 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 first line really or so like uh stuff like um i lost my 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 license key or uh, you know which uh, OS version do I need uh, that uh, stuff, but the the rest is all handled by by by, by us. Yeah, and that, that 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 does take up a lot of time, but you and I'm very bad at this because once I get kind of a, a backlog, it's it it does it does pile up over time and then one day i have to uh, have to sit down and say well today and tomorrow or something i'm going to do just emails but it's it, it is really really valuable to um to do the customer feedback your, yourself um you get many uh, feature re- requests and many bug reports that are it's that you kind of have to in, interpret in your own way, because very very often you get people asking for something, and it turns out that what they want is actually either already there in a bit different way, or right, they they want this this feature because they would like to do something else. So you you kind of have to ha- have have to ask for the the reasons behind that and see if you can make that easier, because otherwise you'll just end up with an exact. Uh, Clone no, of, of fireworks or a Photoshop.
0: Okay, so um, am I right in saying you only sell through the the App Store? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what led you to that decision? I mean, you um, I mean, obviously Sketch predates the App Store, doesn't it? So, you know, you obviously moved to that. What made you decide to go App Store only?
1: Um. Well, first of because it's just easier to have one uh, one point of sale really you can just point your customers to the, the app store and say go buy it there otherwise you will always get people asking like well what do you think i should do app store or your own website and are they the same and things like that so we uh, we did, did decided to just sell on the app store
0: It was just that simple. You know, it kept life simple. People didn't have to work it out. We're just going to do that.
1: Yeah, but also we noticed that um, I think version one of Sketch was available on both. Uh, But it was very obvious that most of the sales were coming from the App Store anyway. And of course, if you have all your sales going through one uh, one channel, you have a, a chance of showing up higher on the ranks, right?
0: Okay, so um, you're in the App Store. You charge um, what is considered a reasonable price for your application. I think Sketch is Sketch normally forty nine. You've got a sale on it right at the moment as we talk now, haven't you? But it's Sketch normally forty nine ninety nine dollars.
1: Yes, yeah, and at the moment uh, for a few more hours. So if you if you wanted me it quick, it's only for uh, for twenty nine. So. Okay,
0: so if you're in the chat room right now and you're listening live, here's your chance to get hold of sketch for just twenty nine ninety nine. If you're listening on the feed, I'm sorry, I'm going to edit this as fast as I can because um, I'm editing today because Dave's off as well. Um, but I'm not going to get it out in time for that uh, um, uh, uh, offer to still be on. So you're going to have to pay the forty nine ninety nine, but it's still worth every cent. So there we go. Hopefully, some we've got some listeners left, and they've not all gone off and just bought it. Here we go. So, um, ha, yeah, but you, so you've had no problem. Now you do, you do offer a, a, a trial version of your website, don't you? So, uh, you've still gone to the effort of, of of making something that can download and run. You just can't purchase it that way. You've got to go through the app store.
1: Indeed, because as, especially with an application like the one we have, which is relatively expensive, of course you want to try it out before you 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 pay such amounts of, of money. So now we have to do, and I think um, I think with with without that we would we would sell a lot a less, surely.
0: Okay, so I mean, there's been some. Reasonably well publicized cases of sort of paid apps disappearing off the App Store or having to go free. I mean, what's what's your? Do you, I mean, obviously you're selling through the App Store and you're making a living and you're keeping going. So you are a proof that you can make money selling Mac apps on the App Store. Even though everyone says the Mac App Store is really quiet, but you know, what what do you how do you feel about the future of the Mac App Store?
1: Well, it's actually very nice that the Mac App Store is relatively quiet. I mean, it's much easier to get up on the ranks and and um, yeah. When you re- when you release a, a semi important update on the App Store, Apple is much more likely to feature you than they would on the iOS Store. So no, I um I like it a uh, lot on the App Store. And
0: um, okay, so have you guys been affected by sandboxing?
1: Um sketch was relatively easy to sandbox. There were a few items which we didn't um we didn't foresee, but they, they, they were, they were, those were all reasonably easy to fix. For font case um we will also be able to get it sandboxed, but it's just more more work and yeah, I I I haven't had the time for that that really, but that should be fine. Um uh, there were uh, initially there were a few issues with distributed notifications, but I um, I asked Apple and they they fixed that in uh, in uh, subsequent uh, OS release. So now,
0: oh, we- right? So you can just ask Apple and they fix it, right? We'll just get people to send you email. That's great. Well,
1: you have these um, developer what is it? Developer support incidents or what? okay and we, yeah. we we asked there and it turned well in our in our case it turned out that the distributed notification was sent by an api from apple uh, themselves so i thought well let's ask them because this is not this is not something i am doing this is this is really something they do it was only an api uh, released in 107 so it was it was also quite a reason so they made an um, so uh, somehow they were able to work uh, around that, and now uh, yeah, it works. So
0: great. So I mean, so I mean, you've said you've managed to get Sketch sandboxed, yeah, you know, quite quickly. But what's actually your opinion on sandboxing?
1: Oh well, um, I still find it unforgivable that that Apple pushed the sandboxing on us, beef. Uh, before they they actually sandboxed their own apps. It's like at the, the WWDC, they showed us how easy it was to sandbox Adium, but at the same time, uh, uh, iChat wasn't yet uh, sandboxed. So right, you think, right, if it's so easy to get this stuff uh, sandboxed, then why haven't you, you done it yourself yet? And instead, we were forced to do it all before Was it the 1st of June, and all these these bugs in the in the, the sandbox and all these all these cases which weren't covered. And if Apple would just have done it uh, on their own apps first, I'm I'm sure they would they would have been able to iron out uh, most of the most of the issues before we uh, had to to do it ourselves. Yeah. But overall, I can understand where they're going. I think it's good that these that the applications have these rest- this these rest- that you can't just access any file on the, the system anywhere you want but a few more uh, uh, a few more en- entitlements would be welcome
0: Okay, and and how do you find review times for getting your, your app into the store I, I mean um, I, I've no idea what the review times are for the Mac App Store at the moment I know they're I think they're currently running about eighteen days for the um the iOS store. So, how uh, h- h- how do you find it for the Mac App Store?
1: Well, it's when the Mac App Store first started out, the review times were actually quite quick. But now, yeah, it's also something like that—eighteen days—and that 18 days and, uh, it takes way too long. I have no idea why they, why that should take that long. Uh, I mean. Uh, Company like Apple could hire a few more, more, more people to help out with with that, and I thought as soon as your application was uh, sandboxed, it should be easier to uh, verify that the app doesn't do anything uh, anything bad. So maybe they would, they, they sh- maybe they should be able to speed up the review times. But no, it's terrible. for version two, we had. Um, when we had, when we released version two, in a f- few days after that, we submitted uh, the first patch to so version 2.0.1. Um, by the time that update was, uh, 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 was approved by Apple, we all already had the next update waiting for like a week, yeah. like we were just uh, adding stuff to this update. And uh, the, it was so I think almost on the the day that uh, 2.0.1 was uh, approved we submitted the next update and we did the same with the update after that and yeah that it's really annoying if you if for the customers uh, support you get all these emails from people saying well there's this bug i say yes i know i know it's already fixed we have submitted an update we're waiting
0: sorry it's, uh, I guess, but everyone's having to deal with it now. So, um, do you think the day will come when you're only allowed to sell through the Mac App Store? Um, I guess it may be that it won't it won't be allowed, but actually, it'll be so difficult to get anything to run for the normal user that's not come from the Mac App Store that no one's going to be able to sell anything because it's just too inconvenient.
1: Difficult. I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't know. I mean, there are, we have such severe limitations on what you can do on the on the App Store these these days i mean um uh text expander was forced out I can see the reason why they will do it, but and um this other Alfred and LaunchBar, I believe they'll have to go as well and there well and there there are many 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 other apps like 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 that well if the app store becomes only this distribution mechanism that'll be uh it would be uh, terrible i mean. Steve Jobs used this analogy of uh, cars versus trucks. But I mean, if we and, and the the idea was that the uh, the Macs uh, are the modern uh, version of these uh, trucks. Like, n- not everybody needs all this this power, but for some they're there. Well, if everything is restricted to the Mac App Store, then it basically be- becomes a uh, yeah, it will basically, basically become a version of, of of iOS. And yeah, that would be terrible. I don't know if, if Apple will do it. I, I hope not. I think not, but maybe that's so wishful thinking.
0: Okay, so um, just beginning to wrap this up now. Um, this segment of the show, um, Simon Wolf in the chat room, hello, Simon, John's not here, but I'm still going to do it. Just for you, Simon. Okay, um Simon asked in the chat room, um, you know, I don't know if you're thinking about a new app or you know adding a third app to the um you know the company's portfolio, but does the fact that the two apps that you've already developed have won an ADA put you under sort of pressure that you if you do anything else it's got to be a you know ADA winner or an ADA standard, otherwise it's just not worth doing?
1: Um Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs>
0: okay, that was a simple answer. Yes, it does. it terrifies me
1: because we we want we want to at least to try to how do you say to live up to not expectations but well you 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 know what I mean, but yeah, but any time soon. I mean we're still so busy with sketch, and as I said, I no time for for, for uh, phone case, even so we'll start app um, not for a while.
0: So, so i mean what how do you see the future of um, bohemian coding
1: well i would like to to uh, grow it, it a bit um a few more de- developers maybe if you know one day he, he, he eventually um a bit, a bit like well think i don't know uh, what used to be sofa or real mac uh, panic or the uh, actually the tether is quite big already but something like that eventually yeah sure one can
0: dream that's good well it may not be a dream if you've got two Ada winning apps i'm sure you can find people who want to come and work for uh, designers and coders who produce that sort of stuff um peter that's been really interesting um because you know obviously you're very passionate about what you do um and yet you have a a very straightforward and uncomplicated approach to things i use this because it's the best i use that because i like it more you know we do this because it was simple and you know that's sort of yeah, i find that really encouraging because often you can get well there's all these options and all these options and and you've just you know demonstrated that just by doing what you want using the tools that you want to use and the way you want to do it you can still be successful and produce something really nice
1: yeah i think um I think what, what we try to do with our apps is not to design it in such a way that it is obviously designed, but to to always go for the the simple, uh, straightforward solution. No. Yeah, just, just do the just do what is in hindsight uh, obvious, uh, right? <laughs>
0: It's, it, uh, in hindsight, is a great thing. Okay, we're going to move into the next section of the show, but before we do that, um, uh, Peter, just tell people where they can find your apps and where they can follow you on Twitter or wherever you hang out online these days.
1: Uh, right, so it's Bohemian Coding, this bohemiancoding.com dot uh, com. We use the same account on uh, on uh, on uh, on uh, on Twitter. That so is at Bohemian Coding. Personally, it's uh, at uh, uh, Peter Omfle, So that is b i e d r o m v l w e And I think that's it, yeah. yeah.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you very much for that. I've really enjoyed that. and We're now going to move on to uh, another part of the show, the Avtag Diaries. Now, here is a man... Mr. Wolf, who would love to emulate what you've done, Peter. He'd love to produce an ADA-winning app. So um, we're just going to hear a little bit more. He was here live in the studio last week when he actually revealed what Avtag was and then it really existed. Um, So we're just going to listen to his submitted recording um, of this week's Avtag Diaries.
2: Hello, and after last week's live appearance, welcome back to a pre-recorded edition of the Avtag Diaries. The last week has been filled with parenting duties, to get through the last week of the school summer holidays, but today my daughter returned to school, which means that I also get to return to a more normal work schedule. Despite the limited time I've had available for coding during the last week, I have found a few hours here and there to work on a special control I need for the media player in Avtag. I'll call it the tag bar, and it's one of the on-screen indicators that shows where tags are in whichever media file is being played. The other is a more traditional table-based list the tag bar needs to fulfill a few roles it obviously needs to show where tags are against the timeline and it also needs to react to taps so that you can jump to each tag quickly and easily finally it needs to provide a way for tags to be edited or deleted and at the moment it looks like this will be via tap and hold action however what i really wanted to mention this week was the api element to developing the tag bar Back in 2009 at the first NS conference, Matt Gemmel did a great talk about custom Cocoa controls. Typically it looks like the video, which was on Vimeo, was deleted recently, but hopefully Scotty can say if it will be released again. However, Matt wrote a great article on his blog about the subject back in May. I'll ask Scotty to include a link in the show notes, but if you Google Matt Gemmell API design, then it should be the first result. I'm not simply going to repeat what Matt says, but I will say that whilst I don't consider the tag bar to be a control that I will reuse, being able to encapsulate it nicely and provide a solid API for it not only made it easier to implement, but it also helped me design the control, how it would be used, and how it would interact with the media player view controller. In fact, I'd go as far to say that a lot of the classes you create should be considered to be reusable and follow the API design patterns that Matt suggests. Now, Don't go overboard and spend hours and hours perfecting everything, but having a well-thought-out design will help you write better code, and it will certainly help when you decide to refactor your code. Anyway, hopefully next time I'll have a bigger update, and now that Avtag has been unmasked, the diary should be easier to create since I no longer have to talk in abstract terms. If you have any feedback or comments, please let me, Scotty, or John know. I'm Simon Wolfe, and you can find me on Twitter as SGAW, or on app.net as SW. My business website is ottersoftware.com, and my blog is at swwritings.com.
0: Well, thank you very much, Simon. And yeah, isn't that typical? Uh, he sends that in the very day that those links are taken down for the videos. But um, they will be back. We are just uh, reorganising where we distribute our free material. Um, we're bringing it all back within the website, so that's being worked on right now. So as soon as... Um, uh, that video, the uh, Matt Gemmel um, custom controls video, uh, is back in the website. I'll let people know it will be free. You'll be able to get it free, and i um, will do it. And we put the link as Simon asked uh, to the API um, blog post from Mr. Matt Gemmel who will be speaking at ns conference mini on the 17th of september and there are just some places left um so if you've still not signed up and you want to do some design look at design stuff and some of the stuff that peter's been talking about today about you know how you integrate design and coding and how you design your code to work well In in a process where designs keep changing and that interaction between designers and thing, and all from a very sort of developer, the developer side of the equation, then um, there's still some spaces. So go to um, iDeveloperTV.tvslash NS Conference and sign up, and we would love to see you there. Been doing lots of admin for it today. Let me tell you, the hardest part of a conference is organizing getting people from an airport. There we go. Right, that has been iDeveloper um, Live episode 64. And do you know what? I've just realised we've not done a single sponsor. I am completely terrible, aren't I? So I'm not going to try and force it in this week because that will be... Um like a bit naff now at the end, wouldn't it? But I'm going to just say uh, uh, thanks to uh, Rem Objects who should have been sponsoring the show <laughs> at www.remobjects.com and thanks to Invasive Code, um, who should have been sponsoring the show as well. Uh, in fact, I'll tell you what, I am going to do Invasive Code because theirs is a time-sensitive um, ad, isn't it? Because um, they've got a um, training course coming up on the 17th of September as well in Barcelona in Spain. Um, it's their iOS um, SDK development course five days um, all the stuff we put say every week that you know this is seven hours in the in the um, uh, in, in the training each day then there's a couple of hours in the labs where you can be with the instructor all that stuff about you know less than ten people on every course 10 or less so that you get access to the instructor uh you get the w- work materials the book you get coffee you get lunch it's really great so um just uh head out to um, training.invasivecode.com and um you can sign up there if you send them an email when you're inquiring about the course saying everybody loves invasive code they'll like give you 200 euros off of that um uh, course, it's in Barcelona in on the 17th of September. The normal price there is 2,800 euros, and uh, if you're based in the good old US of A, then the 1st of October is the date you're after. Um, in San Francisco, that's 2,900 dollars, and you too can get 200 dollars off if you say everybody loves invasive code in the ad. Now I'm feeling really bad because I did also miss RemObjects out as a sponsor the other week, <laughs> and I don't know if I can do it again. So please, um. I'm not going to count this as one of their sponsor slots but go check out remobjects.com um, data abstract their uh, data um, uh, multi-tier data tool um, check out i developer live episode 58 lots about it and i will definitely get them on the show as the first sponsor next week so that they feel like i still love them peter are you still there with me i am yeah it's, yeah. it's been great having you on the show. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed your experience. Um, you're the first person I know who's ever managed to create some um, visual basic love in the chat room. Uh, so um, there you are. That's a, uh, that's a task. Although you also created some visual basic hate. So there we are. You've just about balanced yourself out. Just want to wish you every, um, every uh, success with the continuation of your apps and whatever you come out with next. And it's been really great having you on the show.
1: Having um, me on, I was a bit nervous at first, but I
0: hope I did alright. Hey, you did you did really really well, um, or I think you did anyway. And the chat room, uh, I'm sure, will agree with me. Okay, so uh, this has been iDeveloper Live episode 64. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, we will be back next week. Um, hopefully, I think our, I think our guest uh, next week is um, Gus Muller, and we are talking about JS script or js talk something like that i know shouldn't i I'll know what we're talking about the time we get there this week anyway i'm gonna stop waffling now until next time you guys all take care thanks chat room as well by the way